Joshua chapter 22. Joshua summoned the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh and told them, You have done everything Moses, the Lord's servant, commanded you, and have obeyed me in everything I commanded you. You have not deserted your brothers even once this whole time, but have carried out the requirement of the command of the Lord your God. Now, now that he has given your brothers rest, just as he promised them, return to your homes in your land that Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you across the Jordan. Only carefully obey the command and instruction that Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you to love the Lord your God, walk in all his ways, keep his commands, be loyal to him, and serve him with all your heart and all your soul. Joshua blessed them and sent them on their way, and they went to their homes. Moses had given territory to half the tribe of Manasseh in Bashan, but Joshua had given territory to the other half with their brothers on the west side of the Jordan. When Joshua, when Joshua, when Joshua sent them to their homes, and blessed them, he said, Return to your homes with great wealth, a huge number of cattle and silver, gold, bronze, iron, and a large quantity of clothing. Share the spoil of your enemies with your brothers, the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh left the Israelites at Shiloh in the land of Canaan to return to their own land of Gilead, which they took possession of according to the Lord's command through Moses. When they came to the region of the Jordan in the land of Canaan, the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh built a large, impressive altar there by the Jordan. Then then the Israelites heard it and said, Look, the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh have built an altar on the frontier of the land of Canaan at the region of the Jordan on the Israelites' side. When the Israelites heard this, the entire Israelite community assembled at Shiloh to go to war against them. The Israelites sent Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the priest, to the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead. They sent ten leaders with him, one family leader for each tribe of Israel. All of them were heads of their ancestral families among the clans of Israel. They went to the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh 
in the land of Gilead and told them. This is what the Lord's entire community says. What is this treachery you have committed today against the God of Israel by turning away from the Lord and building an altar for yourselves so that you are in rebellion against the Lord today? Wasn't the inquiry of Peor, which brought a plague on the Lord's community, enough for us? We have not cleansed ourselves from it even to this day. And now, would you turn away from the Lord? If you rebel against the Lord today, tomorrow he will be angry with the entire community of Israel. But if the land you possess is defiled, cross over to the land the Lord possesses, where the Lord's tabernacle stands, and take possession of it among us. But don't rebel against the Lord or against us by building for yourselves an altar other than the altar of the Lord our God. Wasn't Achan, son of Zerah, unfaithful regarding what was set apart for destruction, bringing wrath on the entire community of Israel? He was not the only one who perished because of his iniquity. The Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh answered the heads of the Israelite clans, the Mighty One. God, the Lord, the Mighty One, God, the Lord, He knows, and may Israel also know. Do not spare us today, if it was in rebellion or treachery against the Lord, that we have built for ourselves an altar to turn away from Him. May the Lord Himself hold us accountable if we intended to offer burnt offerings and grain offerings on it, or to sacrifice fellowship offerings on it. We actually did this from a specific concern that in the future, your descendants might say to our descendants, what relationship do you have with the Lord, the God of Israel? For the Lord has made the Jordan a border between us and you, descendants of Reuben and Gad. You have no share in the Lord, so your descendants may cause our descendants to stop fearing the Lord. Therefore, we said, let us take action and build an altar for ourselves, but not for burnt offering or sacrifice. Instead, it is to be a witness between us and you and between the generations after us so that we may carry out the worship of the Lord in his presence with our burnt offerings, sacrifices, and fellowship offerings. Then, in the future, your descendants will not be able to say to our descendants, you have, <clears throat> you have no share in the Lord. 
you have no share. You have no share in the Lord. We thought that if they said this to us or to our generations in the future, we would reply, look at the replica of the Lord's altar that our fathers made, not for burnt offering or sacrifice, but as a witness between us and you. We would never, ever rebel against the Lord or turn away from him today by building an altar for burnt offering, grain offering, or sacrifice other than the altar of the Lord our God, which is in front of his tabernacle. When the priest Phineas and the community leaders the heads of Israel's clans who were with him, heard what the descendants of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh had to say, they were pleased. Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, said to the descendants of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh, Today we know that the Lord is among us, because you have committed this treachery against him. Today, We know that the Lord is among us because you have not committed this treachery against him. As a result, you have rescued the Israelites from the Lord's power. Then the priest Phinehas, son of Eleazar, and the leaders returned from the Reubenites, the Gadites, in the land of Gilead to the Israelites in the land of Canaan and brought back a report to them. The Israelites were pleased. The Israelites were pleased with the report and they blessed God. They spoke no more about going to war against them to ravage the land where the Reubenites and Gadites lived. So the Reubenites and Gadites named the altar. It is a witness between us that the Lord is God. Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven and it filled the whole house where they were staying and tongues like flames of fire that were divided appeared to them and rested on each one of them then they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different languages as the Spirit gave them ability for speech. There were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. When this sound occurred, a crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. And they were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? 
How is it that each of us can hear in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking the magnificent acts of God in our own languages. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, What could this be? But some sneered and said, They're full of new wine. They're full of new wine. But Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaimed to them, Men of Judah and all you residents of Jerusalem, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only nine in the morning. On the contrary, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my sport, my spirit. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all humanity. Then your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will see dreams. I will even pour out my spirit on my male and female slaves in those days and will prophesy, I will display wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and a cloud of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and remarkable day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, listen to these words. This Jesus, the Nazarene, was a man pointed out to you by God with miracles, wonders, and signs that God did among you through him, just as you yourselves know. Though he was delivered up according to God's predetermined plan and foreknowledge, you used lawless people to nail him to a cross and killed him. You... You, you use lawless people to nail him to a cross and kill him. God raised him up. God raised him up. God raised him up. God raised him up. Ending 
the pains of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will rest in hope because you will not leave me in Hades or allow your Holy One to see decay. You have revealed the paths of life to me. You will fill me with gladness in your presence. Brothers, I can confidently say to you about the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried, and his tomb and he is both dead and buried, and his tomb he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn an oath to him to seat one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing this in advance, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. He was not left in Hades, and his flesh did not experience decay. God has resurrected this Jesus. God has resurrected this Jesus. God has resurrected this. God has resurrected this Jesus. And we. God has resurrected this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, he has poured out what you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord declared to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they came under deep conviction and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what must we do? Repent. Peter said to them, And be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the given. Repent and be baptized. Peter said to them, Repent, Peter said to them, and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. 
and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off. As many as the Lord your God will call. And with many words he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized, and they, so those who accepted his message were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 people were added to them, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers. Then fear came over everyone, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now... All the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all, as anyone had a need. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple complex and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with a joyful and humble attitude praising God and having favor with all the people. And every day the Lord added to them those who were being saved. Jeremiah chapter 11 This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Listen to the word. Listen, 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 listen to the words. Listen to the words of this covenant and tell them to the men of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem. You must tell them this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Let a curse be on the man who does not obey the words of this covenant, which I commanded your ancestors when I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the iron furnace. I declared, obey me and do everything that I command you, and you will be my people, and I will be your God. In order to establish the oath I swore to your ancestors, to give them a land flowing with milk and honey, as it is today. I answered, Amen, Lord. The Lord said to me, Proclaim all these words in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Obey the words of this covenant and carry them out. For I strongly warned your ancestors when I brought them out of the land of Egypt until today, warning them time and time again, obey my voice. Yet they would not obey or pay attention. Each one followed the stubbornness of 
his evil heart. So I brought on them all the curses of this covenant because they had not done what I commanded them to do. The Lord said to me, a conspiracy has been discovered among the men of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem. They have returned to the sins of their ancestors. They have returned to the sins of their ancestors who refused to obey my words and have not followed. They have returned to the sins of their ancestors who refused to obey my words and have followed other gods to worship them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah broke my covenant I made with their ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, I am about to bring on them disaster that they cannot escape. They will cry out to me, but I will not hear them. Then the cities of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem will go and cry out to the gods they have been burning incense to. But they certainly will not save them in their time of disaster. Your gods are indeed as numerous as your cities, Judah, and the altars you have set up to shame, altars to burn incense to Baal, as numerous as the streets of Jerusalem. As for you, do not pray for the, these people. Do not raise up a cry or prayer on their behalf, for I will not be listening when they call out to me at the time of their disaster. What right does my beloved have to be in my house, having carried out so many evil schemes? Can holy meat prevent your disaster? So you can rejoice. The Lord named you a flourishing olive tree, beautiful with well-formed fruit. He has set fire to it, and its branches are consumed with a great roaring sound. The Lord of hosts who planted you has decreed disaster against you because of the harm the house of Israel and the house of Judah brought on themselves, provoking me to anger by burning incense to Baal. The Lord informed me so I knew. Then you helped me to see their deeds. For it was like a docile lamb led to slaughter. I didn't know that they had devised plots against me. Let's destroy the tree with its fruit. Let's cut him off from the land of the living so that his name will no longer be remembered. 
but the Lord of hosts who judges righteously, who tests heart and mind. Let me see your vengeance on them, for I have presented my case to you. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the people of Anathoth, who want to take your life. They warn, you must not prophesy in the name of Yahweh, or you will certainly die at our hand. Therefore, this is what the Lord of hosts says, I am about to punish them. The young men will die by the sword. Their sons and daughters will die by famine. They will have no remnant. For I will bring disaster on the people of Anathoth in the year of their punishment. Matthew chapter 25. Then, Matthew chapter 25, then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps out to meet the groom. Five of them were foolish and five were sensible. When the foolish took their lamps, they didn't have olive oil with them, but the sensible ones took oil in their flasks with their lamps. Since the groom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. In the middle of the night, there was a great shout. Here's the groom. Come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. But the foolish ones said to the sensible ones, Give us some, give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. The sensible ones answered, No, there won't be enough for us and for you. Go instead to those who sell and buy oil for yourselves. When they had gone to buy some, the groom arrived. Then those who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later the rest of the virgins also came and said, Master, Master, open up for us. But he replied, I assure you, I do not know you. Therefore, be alert, because you don't know either the day or the hour. For it is just like a man going on a journey. He called his own slaves and turned over his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. Then he went on a journey. Immediately the man who had received five talents went put them to work, and earned five more. In the same way, the man with two earned two more. 
But the man who had received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents approached, presented five more talents, and said, Master, you gave me five talents. Look, I've earned five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. Then the man with two talents also approached. He said, Master, you gave me two talents. Look, I've earned two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. Then the man who had received one talent also approached and said, Master, I know you. You're a difficult man, reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed. So I was afraid and went off and hid your talent in the ground. Look, you have what is yours. But his master replied to him, You evil, lazy slave. If you knew that I reap where I haven't sown and gather where I haven't scattered, then... You should have deposited my money with the bankers. And when I returned, I would have received my money back with interest. So take, so take the talent. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For everyone who has, more will be given. And he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. And throw this good-for-nothing slave into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him. Then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, just as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on him, his right, come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. 
I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him. Lord, when did you see? Then the righteous will answer him. Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or without clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them. I assure you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will also say to those on the left, Depart from me, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't take me in. I was naked, and you didn't clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you didn't take care of me when they too will answer, Lord, when did we see you thirsty, hungry, or a stranger, or without clothes, or sick, or in prison, and not help you? Then he will answer them, I assure you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me either and they will go away into eternal punishment but the righteous into eternal life whatever you did not do for one of the least of these you did not do for me either